What up, though? This is Pop Culture 223, a podcast where we talk about firearms, the Second Amendment, gear, and the culture. Get it popping with us on this journey. Let's go. everybody this is another episode of the pop culture 223 podcast i think this is episode 10 season two yes sir season two episode 10 i got bear back on the ones and twos what up dude we're back in the studio getting it all together yep i got a special guest here man i'm gonna let him introduce himself um but before that i want to say what up to one of our sponsors affiliates firearm legal protection um if you protect yourself, they will protect you. Um, I brought some goodies yeah, see that for 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 the for the put guests today. Gotta put that up in there. You get it. You get it. We got them in there. We got that up in there. There we go. Go ahead, and get at the TND. You know, there we go. Some little, Appreciate it, my man's. You know, so like I said, Firearms Legal Protection is one of the affiliates of the Pop Culture Two Three Podcast. So protect yourself, and they will protect you. They got uncapped legal protection for self defense, civil, and criminal. So mm-hmm. just go in, go ahead and look it into them. If you're carrying a firearm, you definitely need some some insurance. Uh, it's like car insurance. You yes, need sir. it when you need it, right? Yes, sir. So I'm going to let the guest introduce herself. He an OG out here in these streets. Um, <laughs> OG out here, I mean, baby. a triple OG. He got, I think he got triple behind his name. That's all right. But, but Tanny, Tanny, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience, my <clears throat> audience, man. Hey, uh, good afternoon. Uh, William Tandy is my name. Born and raised in Detroit, been a football coach for the past 25 years, mm. um, principal mm. um, for the past eight years, There you go. Um, been in education for a good while, also entrepreneur, owned club network, um, also owned a building downtown where Savannah Blue is now, and just trying to do, be an entrepreneur, author, uh, but most importantly, um, a, a, a voice for our young people. So you so, get all the shots for that one, the last one. You get all the shots for that, you know, for everything hey man, you do. Yeah. I think Tenny need to get back out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I really mm-hmm. think. And um, what what was the book? I meant to, I meant to look it up. And what did the book you wrote? I know you said you were author. What book was it? It's called On Life Support. And um, On Life Support is a a book that's describing the plight of black males in the country right now, mm. um, and the dire need for. Men, no matter what your capacity is, to get involved with these young brothers so they can see a different way. Mm-hmm. All right, we we gonna like get that. Yeah, see, I told. Listen, man, ten, ten, I admire Tanny from day one, man. Um, especially out here with these kids, because um, I was a coach of the Broncos, sweet, sweet green and gold. He was a coach of the Cubs, but you know, it was always love. But I always admire. Even on, in them battles, it was still that that love, though. Yes. Well, I was, you know, I was young. We you playing them, or you know, Tandy, right. you know, and then me and my brother, uh, Foot Dog, he played for the Cubs. We was always, it's crazy. We was always on opposite teams growing up. <laughs> right. I think we might have played one time together, and that was pal basketball. And we are well, we argued and fought <laughs> the whole time, <laughs> whole time, oh, the whole time. We can never be on this. We can never be on the court together, mm. but. Uh, like I said, I always admired you, Tanny, for just the Appreciate command you can get from the young boys. And regardless of what 
background they came from, meaning like suburb, the hood, because mm-hmm. the cuz was on Linwood. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Deep in there. So you came across all types. And it was crazy from the time I remember the cubs until after you left, I can't remember one incident that ever happened that was newsworthy except like what, two years ago? Absolutely. They had that, they had that incident up there, that shooting. Yep. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't remember when Tony was there that popped off. Not to say right. you might have been involved, but just your presence on that field right. kept a lot of things at bay. But, I mean, not just my perception. Well, what, what, what it was, KJ, is that we didn't just <clears throat> deal with the players that were up there. We dealt with the boys off Linwood. We dealt with the boys off Dexter. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had gentlemen that grew up and that was a part that separated themselves from the game. Um, and even those that were still involved in the game, they understood McKay Field was sacred place. Mm-hmm. So we had a brother named Hezekiah who, you know, just was phenomenal, but he ran Dexter. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew you don't come up on Dexter with mm-hmm. Um, Everybody knew off Linwood, you don't come up here with that. So um, you got to reach your hand out to those that look like you, act like you, knows that, you know, are opposed to you. Mm-hmm. But there can be a relationship. Yes, there sir. can be a bond that can be established. 100%. Trust and mutuality that will prevent that kind of stuff from happening. So, um, yeah, we're we going to get deep into that. So current events. Yeah, everybody's seen the mass shooting up at MA, right? That's so crazy, man. It was 18 dead, 13 wounded. This dude so, so they didn't raise the number? It was 18 now? It's 18 dead. That's out, that I was 18 dead, 13 wounded. Mm. Yep. Um, he hit three different locations. Now, Maine is like, and I want to say the lady that came on there was a Democrat. And what's crazy is they have no uh, no laws about you can carry a gun, open carry. You don't need no right. CPL. There's no red flag laws even at the small. It's nothing. It's just wild, wild west right. out there. Yep. Yeah. So I was just crazy because it was a Democrat that the lady, I think she was a Democrat. I think I want to say she was a mayor. But because she was a Democrat, there's it no regulations out there. I know they about to get hit and, with a whole bunch. And that's the wild, because, you know, you know me, I always call us a purple state, but it's like, we're not the only one that's like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. it, it, that, that's evidence after reading and seeing that, that Maine is another one of them purplish states where, because I think a lot of their voters are um, Republican, though. They are. But to have and that the type of... is Republican. That's what I thought. But to have that type of, you know what I'm saying, still be like that. So let me ask you this. How many mass shootings do you think have been in 2023? <clears throat> Over 500. Over 500. What you, what you say, Bear? What you say, Bear? How many mass shootings has it been in 2023? So to make it good for the show, I'm going to take a wild guess and say, because I know how they lump it and do it, let's say 600. Well, let me say this. Tandy closer, you 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 are. Well, I guess everybody close. Um, It's been 565 mass shootings mm-hmm. in 2023. So it's been... Almost more mass shooting than days in 2023. It and is. They it's <laughs> right, right. They classify mass shooting as people, four or more people being shot or killed in an incident. Oh, so right. it's four? I thought it was two. Well, this is just going on. This is some of the stuff I looked yeah, up. That, that, that's why I went so high. <laughs> well, only why. It could be four, though. It you remind four. you numbers, and I don't know if it's current or like it's continuing. Mm-hmm. So it's four or more. So mm-hmm. what's, what two states you think is at the, at the top? I would probably say um, Illinois is in Texas. 
That's just a guess. That got the most mass shootings. See, see, mine. Illinois was, meaning what? You said it's the state. State. Okay. State. state, state so state of Illinois. Eh. See, and that's funny because I I want to put Cali on there because it's so obvious, yeah. but I got a funny feeling. So, I'm gonna say California, Texas, only because of the size and the population and the per capita. Yeah, it makes sense. So Philly and Chicago. So so Illinois. So a city, not so so from state well, to be I, Illinois. I, when I said it, when I said I just assuming he was gonna say Chicago. <laughs> right. Okay. You know what I'm saying like, ain't, Chicago is a state. Chicago is a city, right? <laughs> Chicago ain't the city. Chicago is a state. Yeah, we right? had this conversation. Bro. I like that. I'm going to Illinois. You are going to Chicago? <laughs> right. I think we had this conversation. Right. Going to the state. Where you live at? I live in Detroit. No, you said I live in Michigan. No, I live in Detroit. I was saying the state of Detroit, homie. But you know what though? I, and I and I I wanted to say that too with, with Illinois with Chicago, but I was going by the per capita numbers. Man, you know listen, what I'm saying? Because there's so many people in California, so many people in Texas. That Dallas think, is huge, but, but we talking about regardless, no, gunfire, no. gunfire. You know, right. they getting active, they getting active. Yeah, now, we, you know, I just knew, I knew Philly. I know somebody gonna say Philly. <laughs> Philly was a shoe in. I wouldn't have thought Philly would have been that high. I thought they'd have been high, but not like one or you know one. Well, I figured Chicago. You know I, mean? I just like Chicago. Said, yeah, unfortunately. I was yeah, just, I, I, if I was, was looking at cities, I would have said Cali and Chicago. Yeah. And or and I thought New York would be right right under that. Right. I didn't think Philly. <clears throat> well, and I and I think it's probably because it's four or more. Right. So yeah. And that, and that's the see and, and that's the that's the whole see and that's why I said I thought it was two as well. But it makes sense with the four because you know I know they hate to hear this, but like shout out to my my Chicagoans. You know, saying I you know we beef whatever Detroit Chicago thing yada yada whatever. But you know. They hate to hear that Chirac thing, but it's 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 kind of like what it is, though. I mean, you got people like you said, and they number one on the list like that, man. That's crazy, but well, that's it, what it is. Well, it's a it's they give you a map, and it's like a bunch of numbers on the map. Like this is mm -hmm. just some like preliminary research I was doing. So they just show you what's current and numbers, and I was, mm -hmm. and I just pulled those two out because you know people can you know relate Chicago. Yeah, was the two, they were too, right. they were the two highest though, right? Right, right, yeah. So another question, Tanny. What I know, you, <laughs> I had posted something on Facebook or something. Tanny called me. I posted that staccato. He was like, "Man, what is that?" <laughs> I like that thing. So, and I know Tanny. What do you feel about you know carrying a firearm or non-coil? Hook or, him up, man. <laughs> or you know just the just the thought of that, like carrying it, or you know self-protection, protecting yourself, having the the ability and the the uh, mindset to do it. What's, what's your thoughts on that? See, I, I, I'm glad we're going here because the public thinks that Democrats or black people are anti-protection. I have a CPL, and I've always carried a pistol. Um, even when I was young and I shouldn't have been carrying a pistol, <laughs> carrying a pistol right? And, and so I think everyone should have the right to protect their homes, their mm -hmm. families, and their personal property. Right. What I don't agree with is someone being able to go get an AR-15 that have mental issues. What I don't agree with is so many people having assault weapons that can do way more harm to people than you need for your protection. I got a shotgun at the house. I don't think you're going to come in when you hear that. 
right? And so if it's self-defense, it's self-defense. And so I think it is responsible gun owners, and there's those people that are not. And so I've always been okay with having to go through a background check. I've always been okay with making sure that there's no issues going on while you're carrying your gun in order to have it. But I'm totally in support of, you know, uh, gun laws and gun rules. And what was crazy about the, the main situation was that it was a bunch of red flags on him. Absolutely. That sh probably should have been looked into more. Absolutely. And it got, you know, kind of, I say in my opinion, kind of like brushed through the, mm -hmm. he just went through the, you know, didn't get caught. Even with some of the, most of the mass shootings around, there's always been mental issues with them. So, mm -hmm. so right. at but, what but, point does the <clears throat> legal system or the system kind of take care of that? Opposed to saying it's a, they shouldn't be touching these firearms. Da, da, da. I mean, you know, well, we, they shouldn't have these. Opposed to they should have been dealt with in a different kind of capacity. Politicians got to stop being punks and, and letting the NRA control and rule them, right? But see, the issue is you've got in the Caucasian neighborhoods those type of issues. In the black neighborhoods, it's not people with mental issues. It's people that don't love themselves and don't love the people that they see. That's still mental issues. When you don't love yourself, you have no problems with taking a gun and shooting everything in sight, mm. right? And so it's not, and, and, and you notice in Chicago, we're not calling it mass murders. We're not right. calling it that, right? Because it's just normality for them now, mm -hmm. right? It's okay for us to be on the south side of Chicago and, and four bloods got killed or, 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 or four, you know, whatever the gangs are now mm -hmm. in Chicago, four or five of them got hit. It, it, it's no problems now because as long as it is occurring over there where people of color mm -hmm. is dying, they don't say anything. And we're not going to have reform until more incidents like this occur in those neighborhoods where politicians are going to get more heat for not protecting their people. But, yeah, I, true. But I just don't like it when they say it's, it's, they put the firearm in with the violence opposed to just it's a mental issue, mental health issue or just violence. Because, Absolutely. It is. See, I think for me, it's, and I think we kind of hitting on the same, it's, the, it's not the, the reform, it's the type of reform. Absolutely. Because, like you said, like, I'm not opposed to anybody having anything. Like, I tell people, I don't really get into politics because I don't, you know, float the whole yes, nay, whatever. But like you just said, I'm, I'm one of them in the middle dudes. You know what I'm saying? I tend to sway or be independent as a voter, but because of today's times, I still will vote more Democratic, you know, or Democrat mm -hmm. versus Republican. But I do see a lot of certain Republican views, old school Republican views that, I, that do make sense. I tell folks in a minute, Reagan was probably one of the best presidents I've ever seen in, in my, mm -hmm. you know, 40 some odd years of being on, on this earth. But that was a different time and it's different stuff. But what I'm getting at is, like you just said, not all Democrats hate guns and so forth because I'm one of the biggest gun nuts out here. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm but that you, I know. Know, you know, our parents and but our grandparents were always socially conservative. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were financially liberal, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. my mama's not for gay marriage. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. my, my mom is just not going to support that. Right. My mom wasn't for abortions, right? But mm -hmm. she thought that everybody should get help, right? So so I'm I'm more like you. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 in the middle, mm -hmm. you know. And and sometimes my biggest issues, I can't 
not look at the individual. Like, right. you, you know, Trump is a is a knucklehead. Mm-hmm. You know, and Biden is is past his time. Right. And so we've got right. two people. Neither one of them should be in right. office. Neither one. My personal opinion. Right. Right. Same. Yeah. Same. But but um, back to what you said. I, I agree with you, KJ. It's it's not the gun. It's the person. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> but. When we are low, so so gun reform would not solve Chicago. That's not going to help that. Because if I'm a crip and I need to get 10 AR-15s, I'm not going to the store to go buy them. Right. And, right? and, 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 that's, and that's what I think. I, and See, we all on the same page. Because that's where I was headed when I said, what does the gun reform look like? Because that's not gun reform. Right. From what they're trying to do is not going to solve that issue. Right. We've got to have social reform. Mm-hmm. We've got to have mind reform. We've got to deprogram our people. Preach, brother. <laughs> That's what we've got to get to. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Tan is a is is. I need to talk that talk, baby. That's what I'm saying. He need to get back out here in these streets. Danny can talk that talk, man. Um, like I said, yeah. I, I just don't tell me what I can and can't do, especially if I'm an upstanding citizen. I'm mm-hmm. a responsible gun owner, responsible citizen, whatever. Just. Do some research. Get in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Talk to people. See what's really going on. I think it's more of the person than it is the tool. Mm -hmm. At any state, like, if if an evil person got evil in him, he's going to find something to do evil with. He's going to find a subtum tool to do evil with, regardless Mm -hmm. of what it is. Absolutely. So I don't, you know what I'm saying, necessarily think. I just hate when they, I just, when I seen that, it's like, oh, they coming for the, they coming for the guns. They coming, they coming for, they coming for the guns. But then I heard a lady say, that her daughter felt better because she was carrying a firearm she in the house. Armed, yeah. Her daughter felt more safe because of the firearm in the house. And even it could have the situation could have been further away from their home, but the daughter felt safe. I was like, okay, see, here right. we go. Right. You know what I'm saying? She she felt safe because her mother could protect her. So, you know, I just thought that um that was cool. Have you have you taught took have you talked to your kids or your daughter about? Uh, I remember you had mentioned that. Have you took? Yeah, I'm, I'm about to get in the range now. Okay. Yep. I, I think she needs to know how to defend herself. I think she needs to know how to handle a pistol. Um, and it, you know, the moment she turns 21, I'm gonna make sure she gets her. Okay. Her license. Give some shots for that. Erica's big day, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? What's your? What do you God carry, Tanny? What 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 what's your flavor? What you think he got? Uh, what you think he got, Bear? What you think he carry? Like man, he a triple OG. So triple OG. So he probably he probably my granddaddy. <laughs> be, man, he one of them dudes. He got that nice pearl handle, pretty thirty eight on him and stuff. <laughs> the one that just get a nigga up off him type. <laughs> or one of them. Or <laughs> or it's that three fifty seven mag. No. <laughs> hey man, um, like you said, he, well. We ain't gonna reveal all his secrets and toys. Yeah, what I tell you, that, that, that 30, thirty-eight. That's you know, that, you know. that's comfortable. Yeah, yeah, so when yeah, I'm in yeah, sweats yeah, and yeah. that kind of thing is yeah, small. And yeah. again, all I'm trying to do is what you just said: get yeah. them off of me. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So, the um, like I said, I, you know, we ain't gonna give all his secrets. He said he had a home defense shotgun. Everything cool with that. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about God, Ball, and Bible. 
I don't know what that is, KJ. You just you just Did I mess it up. <laughs> God books and balls. God books and balls. <laughs> I put it. KJ gave you a new one there, then. right? You know, God, God Bible in the Bible Belt, right now. So 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 KJ, um, one of the things that happens when you have forty and fifty souls in your presence Monday through Saturday, five months a week five months, a year. You've got to give them more than X's and O's. Black boys without God to me is like fish without water. Mm. And a spiritual connection is that that is designed to make sure that young people do not do certain things that will harm themselves, Mm -hmm. that will put them in arm's way. There's a right way to do the wrong thing. Look, look, I understand. I've been 15. Mm -hmm. I've been 16. And what always saved me was a conscience. Mm. Right? So did it stop me from having sex before I got married? (laughs) Right? I'm I'm just being real. Was my spirituality so in tune that I waited until I was married before I lost my virginity? But what it did is when me and my boys was on Linwood and somebody got knocked out, I didn't stump him out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because there was a conscience. Mm-hmm. There was never a desire for me to kill someone. Mm-hmm. Right? And so God, books, and ball is the ability to make sure that a person understands that first, the almighty God, our Lord and Savior, should be the head of your household. You should govern your life by that. The things that you should do should be based on that. And then if you're an athlete that's trying to make it to that next level, you can't put a $190 Rydell helmet on a 10-cent brain. Mm. So you got to get the books in. You got to hit the books. Because regardless of your talent ability, you've got to score a certain score. You got to have a certain Mm -hmm. GPA. Mm -hmm. And then your ball. And that ball can be music. That ball can be football. That ball can be basketball. Mm -hmm. But if you put God in books first, and you carry yourself in that way, the likelihood of you being more successful in life, it increases. So I don't make it to college to play football, but I graduated from high school. I got an ability to go climb the trees on DTE. I got an ability to become a police officer. Mm -hmm. I've got an ability to make a career out of something Mm -hmm. because at 16, I don't have a gun charge. Mm -hmm. At 17, I didn't rape anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I I didn't get caught up in, 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 you know, a drive-by, right? And so GBB is not just what we say, man. It, It is a way of life. Mm-hmm. It is a guidance. It, it is an ability to say, look, man, you know, do things correctly. You know, love thyself as you should love your neighbors, right? Love your neighbors as you should love thyself. What does that really mean? Man, I don't know you. I met you today. Right. But there's a respect that I'm going to have for you already. All day, right? yeah, yeah. Period. Yeah, because you same. are my brother. Exactly. Right? Same thing with you. KJ, I met you as soon as we met each other. We, 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 we became... Cool. I wasn't looking at your wife. I wasn't trying to get things from out of your home. I respected you. There was a relationship because love is going to be first. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole basis, man. If people quit just throwing out, you know, Christianity, Muslim, whatever it is, love is the basis of it all. Mm-hmm. And so we got to quit letting brothers think you soft. 
because right. you love. We got to right. quit letting these brothers think in the street that, you know, we pulling your whole car because we are telling you to be respectful. Right. But the only way that happens is that men show boys what it is to be a man. 100%. You boys are born, men are made. 100%. Man. Hey, hey, I know we don't give them much, but you get that applause on that one. <laughs> boy, that's yeah. You know, it's funny. 100%. It's it's funny that Tenny said, uh, you know, he was growing up in the hood and he 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 didn't he didn't stump him out or, or have you know what are you saying? And that's how I was growing up in Brightmore, you know, especially around Foot Dog and us. You know, Tanny can say they were like Foot was doing this and that. They were like, where was KJ at? Right. <laughs> you can, I was at the crib or or mom's. We was in church or somewhere on, on at E Corps doing something else. But I, I like I said, I had the church. You know, we grew up in the church, so I, I kind of had the wherewithal and. In the mind, like, okay, this is a little bit too, maybe too much, or, you know, yeah. this ain't, this ain't what it was, but I still hung around the homies. But, you know, you still got to have the, the, the wherewithal in your mindset, like, okay, let me get back to the crib because it's getting late or whatever, whatever, because I, you know, I had some, a little bit of, of grown up in me. And uh, it's just funny that you said it because that's basically how it was, you know what I'm saying, where we was growing up at. The same. But, but how did that happen? Because you had a mother. Mother, father, respectful, but but even if you didn't have the father, right? See, people keep talking about the family structure with the lack of men. Man, that's been since the beginning of time. Why we are so chaotic now is because the mothers have lost their minds. We got mothers that's still tricking. We got mothers that's still trying to be hoes instead of trying to be moms, man. And so the whole spirit of creation comes from the woman. Mm-hmm. And so when a woman has lost it, the whole family structure just dissipates. And so the biggest issue that the black community is facing now is the lack of responsible, respectful women that nurture and love and care for their children. Your mom was not going to let you do that, KJ. Period. I lost my dad at 12. My mom was still knocking my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, for, for real, man, that's that's one of the other issues. And, you know, you know, we tell this story, and, you know, foot into test of this. We had a homie uh, named Ronald. Um, he was a big homie, man. He used to whoop. He, we used to, he was a big homie. He used to whoop me and foot up, just wrestling. He always wanted to wrestle. But we was at a situation, a little party in the neighborhood. I told him, look, man, it's getting late. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's late. And I'm just like, look. I got to get to the crib. Mom, dude's going to be looking for me. I tried to pull him with me. I tried to take him with me. But he was like, no, nah, man, I can't go to your crib, man. I'm drunk. I don't want to disrespect your mom like that. 12 hours later, I got the phone call. He got shot yeah. in the head and killed. I was with him, like literally with him. Next to him, like, man, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know, I tell that story, but and me being 12 or 11, it didn't really... I didn't really think nothing of it because it was so much of that around in the neighborhood. Right. But as I get older... You know, talking, you know, just like, man, you lost a homie. You was, you, you could have been there with him. You could have seen it or something else could have happened with you. But like you said, mom Deuce was like, hey, it was late. She let me stay out. But it was getting later and I knew I had to get to the crib right. because, you know what I'm saying, something was, I, I knew it was going to be my ass. If, yep. if, and if I, yep. one minute later, it has been my ass. So, yep. so what you think some salute, is that a solution you think that can help these kids nowadays? Oh, abs- all this craziness? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we can't become what we can't see or touch. Imagine 
Michael Phelps trying to become a swimmer if he never had access to a pool, right? Mm. And so in order for young boys to want to get out of the streets, they've got to see somebody else that's not in the streets that's making it. Right. But do you think the city, you think, do we got enough resources in the city that's that's promoting that or giving that? No. It's got to be us. Mm-hmm. We, we never, we can never wait on on the city. It's got to be black men. It's got to be, it's got to be them cats that left and went out to Bloomfield and Southfield. They got to come back and help. They got to be the ones. Trying to do resources for city, no. So I want, I want you to listen to this, Danny, and the um, and just tell me what your thoughts are. We played it last week, and we kind of commented on it. But I was just like, I want, I want Tanny to come on here, and and hear this, and then um, and you give me your thoughts because you know, I think it's a lot of like these kids nowadays. This mental health issue, like a guidance, it's 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 a whole bunch. And I think, like you said, black men got to come back, step up. And we were talking about this, like OGs got to come back and kind of teach these kids, um, some you know, give them some game, right? And teach them it's a different, better way. You ready? Go ahead. All right, we're gonna run this clip. When I go into the JDC, when I have boys looking at me telling me I can make five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars a day or more in three hours, stealing your gun out your car, robbing you, get real quick, and then I'm at home chilling. And I'm on the Xbox, I'm on the PS5 for the rest of the day chilling while you are here busting your butt every day to work. I can make this in a few hours. What do you tell that kid? My mama's struggling, we're hungry, but I can go out here in three hours, get the money, feed my mama, and our life's not gonna be off. And you telling me to go to school, work hard, and you're a college graduate, you're a teacher, and you struggling. I go into JDC, I had boys tell me I'd rather live 25 years and kick it and have everything I want and struggle for 70. What do you tell that kid? My mama can't afford to put Jordans on my feet, but I can go out here and make one hit and I can buy Jordans for all my siblings. And they don't care if they lose their life or anything. No, they're not afraid. And that's why I'm afraid. They really aren't afraid. What Pac say? You out here doing 25 shots like 25 to life ain't cross your mind? And, and, and that's the reality of a lot of folks. But what do you do with that? You got to change the way they think. And that's what I'm saying about deprogramming. You know, let's, let's, let's go on my clinical side for a minute. For black males and for males, period, the frontal lobe is the slowest part to develop. And that's if you've never had any kind of substance in your bodies from your parents, not smoking weed or anything. The frontal lobe is the part of the brain that rationalizes, that reacts, right? Why do you think they draft 18-year-olds? Because you can tell them, go, go through that wall, and they won't think twice. A 30-year-old going to be like, man, you crazy as hell, <laughs> right? Right? True. And so now you got young boys that have been exposed to a glamorous life. Mm-hmm. And they have no idea of the consequences because they don't think past today. Mm-hmm. Their brains are not even developed enough mm-hmm. to be able to understand cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Right? And so if all they see, I'm going to go back for a minute. You remember how Foot and Y'all used to talk about, like, man, Tandy come up with the bins. You know, Tandy had the sweet house. Tandy got me out of this situation. <laughs> Tanny, I was almost gone that day, but Tanny pulled up. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Right. You know what I'm saying? And 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 so kids looked at me 
with the Mercedes Benz and the big house, and they they became curious, right? But if they don't see nobody getting over that did it this way, why would I choose that? Mm-hmm. If all I see is pimps and drug dealers and hustlers and, and, and folks swiping, what other choice do I have? Yeah, I'd rather have Jordans than to see this bum. But what about when they finally see the engineer making $210,000 wearing the gators and living in Palmer Woods mm-hmm. that walk like they walk, talk like they talk, holding on with swag? They go, wait a minute. It's another way. So it's exposure. In my books, I talk about all black boys also need legs, L-E-G-G-S, love, exposure, God, guidance, and structure, right? But we talked about the love. Now let's expose them. Mm -hmm. Let them see something different. Man, it's young brothers out here making it. But cats in e-courts don't see it. Mm-hmm. Cats on Dexter don't see it because their neighborhoods are surrounded with plight. See, and, I, and to add to that, I, I think it's the exposure to the other side, but also finding a way to hit home about the, I don't want to say the death trap, but the death trap of what that path is. You know what I'm saying? You're not concerned about 25 years later or five years later and so forth, but what about the fact that okay, you like she like, and I'm use uh that clip as a reference. You done hit him for the seven eight hundred. You done paid mom's bills for the month. What about next month? Right. What you supposed to do when you know you run up on the wrong one and you get put down? Well, they run up on one of y'all. That's, that, 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 right. I ain't want to say it. That's why I said no, the wrong. I mean, but I'm just but, being but, real. Yeah, but that's why I said the wrong one right. <laughs> or the right one. You know what I'm saying? And it, you know it come to that, and yet one of us got to put you down or somebody that's you know. A CPO holder like yourself or anybody now, what happens next month and the month after that? Who takes care of mama then? Somebody has to be there to, in addition to what you're saying, take that road as well, that part of exposure to say, hey, here's a different way to do it and here's why. I hate to sound like Stephen A with the here's why, but but, <laughs> right. that, but that's but that's it though. Like, here's the other side of the coin. Like you said, the engineer that's doing this, the Demores and the Gators and da 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 da. But here's why the engineer is doing it because he can take care of moms until moms ain't here, right? And then his family and so forth, so forth. Versus past that first month or whatever, you're not looking further ahead because all all boys think the hot stove is a joke until mm-hmm. they get burnt, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? They look at a hot stove and, and then they touch it and they realize. Mm-hmm. So so. You know the old rap song, I never seen a man cry till I seen that man die? Scarface. Hey, hey man, they, they and, and you got to understand, I'm exposed to it. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Them young boys fighting like ever to live. They don't want to die. They talk that mess until that bullet is in their body. Mm-hmm. They talk that mess until they say, you see how them kids fainting when they get in 20 years? Mm-hmm. And you know, you're a young boy, you buying Jordans for what? For girls. Right. Right? Now you in jail with no girls. Mm-hmm. It ain't no but boys for 25. Mm-hmm. Now what? You know what I'm saying? Now what? Like, what like, you gonna do? Right. And so it's, again, it's the ability to take young men I got you. and deprogram them. Mm-hmm. Because the radio, the TV, the music is all programming. Right? We choose death over life at every opportunity. We don't drink water. We drink pop. We don't, we don't eat vegetables. We eat hot toddies. Mm. 
We don't listen to gospel. We listen to, to, to hardcore. Blah, 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 blah. My booty hole, bro. Come on, man. I mean, so so come based, on. so you think the music, you think the music, well, the media and the music got a lot to do with something. Man, of this? come on. Beethoven said it back in the day. As goes our music, goes our society. Mm-hmm. Period. As a club owner, bro. I mean, let's talk real. As a club owner, at one thirty, I'm putting on R. Kelly. I'm putting on love music, and it takes all them dudes to a whole different mindset. Let me put tear the club up, buddy. One thirty, <laughs> right? Right. Let, 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 let me let me put the rope in my lap at all time. I can't play that at one thirty. Hey, I can tell you as a as a former security dude in clubs. Wait, wait a minute. Yes. Why he, why, why he been telling? Right? Why he been showing his age? He went from Gators to. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the pumping like all time. These kids is wearing Dolce Gabbana, <laughs> Chanel, whatever them big ass looking shoes look like. What them big ass shoes that look the, like? Balenciagas or whatever. Like yeah. snowshoes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can go move snow on them. The shoes is big, wider right. than your ankles. Right. What are you doing? Right. When he told his age. He was just like, <laughs> I know mistaken. about Belasquez. I know about all that okay. stuff. But I'm, you know, it ain't gonna come to my mind. That right. 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 You go to what I you know. Think about it but what's, it's what funny. Know. It's funny because my wife, she work at Floods. God bless her heart. And she say, look, it's a different vibe mm-hmm. when a certain music come on. But when they start playing that ratchet, mm-hmm. it hey, take hey, off. Hey, hey, listen. It is no question that music. Is a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. You feel it. Mm-hmm. It goes into your mind, right? And if just just think about your own self. If we sat down somewhere and played three love songs back to back, we calling up our wives. <laughs> uh, we, if we single, we trying to call up something, right? If we hear something else, it get us hyped and get us geeked. Mm-hmm. So think about. Now, we talked about the frontal lobe. I'm 13 years old, and I'm listening to <laughs> all day, Skee-wee. all night, yeah. right? That's why it's 12, 24, 36, 48. The mama 12, the grandma 24, <laughs> the great-grandmama 36, the great-great-grandmama 48 now. Right, because that <laughs> all laugh because that's a shame, but that's you ain't playing. But, and that's because what they what they're programmed to do. So imagine when we begin a deprogram. But you know, and I think because I I str- I struggle with that with that whole I don't want to say theory, but that whole competency of what you just said. And it's not that what you said is wrong, but here's why I struggle with that because it goes back to something you said originally too. And it's not okay. I'm, I'm gonna say it this way. We grew up with all of that same shit because you just took it back to twi- a, a, a dude, a rapper whose name was Twelve Gauge, right. or the song "Thomas a Pistol Grip Pump on My Lap" at all time. We came up with all that, and while we did have some people from our from our different eras that did go down that path, it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. And I think what the difference is, we had people like yourself, our parents, grandparents, the older brothers. You know, what I'm saying balance, the older gods, however you want to put them or whatever. That literally was like, yo. Basically, to some kind of way, let you know that's entertainment, dog. You know what I'm saying? This ain't always reality. There's a balance to it, like you said. And now I don't think they have that same balance and guidance. Because their mama's listening to it, bro. That's what I'm saying. Their moms are listening. Their grandmamas are listening to it. Their grandmamas twerking. Yeah. I say don't TikTok. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about it. So, yeah. so where is the balance? If mm-hmm. all I get is garbage in, garbage mm-hmm. in, garbage in, I can't mm-hmm. produce nothing but garbage. Mm-hmm. Like I tell, I tell, you know, I, well, I talk to my son, right? So I, I tell him, he, you know, he walk around rapping his music, whatever, whatever. whatever and my, my mom say my daughter's more 313 than my son, <laughs> right? But I say, son, you got you to gotta filter out what's real and what's not. You know what I'm saying? You can't right. just assume. You taking a lot of stuff and you repeating it. But remember, that's, that's, that's in your subconscious. Right. You talking about scamming and da 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 Remember, you scamming, but you hurting somebody. Like, you not you ain't scamming just, uh, just the, you ain't scamming somebody that ain't hurting their financial situation. Like, you hurting somebody. Right. Like you taking, you taking. I mean, not that he's doing it, but I'm saying the people that are scamming right. is hurting somebody. Right. Uh, they hurting somebody's profile or credit. How you mm-hmm. want to look at it, they hurting somebody. So you're not just getting away with it. Although, you know, the system's probably gonna get the money back, but you hurting somebody. Did y'all see that clip with Michael Irvin? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Michael Irvin has a clip out right now on TikTok or or, or whatever, and he's talking about his son. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He I said he's talking I, I all that. I didn't see the full, but I think I know. What you, I know exactly what you're talking right. about. Though. Yeah, and he's like, "Here, my boy, you've grown up, the son of a millionaire, in a gated community." Yeah, he was like, "You lived in a gated community, right. dog." Yeah, and you walking around here making music like you a thug, like you Spice One, right. dog. What you? Because everybody thinks that's what's cool. You know what else the problem with that is too, and this is it's not just the cool, it's the fact that. A lot of the behind the scenes of the business stuff has gotten out. And so now a lot of people know that that's what sells. And it's planned. Right. And, and because they know that that's what sells, you got the Michael Irvin sons that's, you know, that's Absolutely. making that. And he's like, dog, wait a minute. Like you said, dog, you grew up in a, a gated community. Right. Kobe and Shaq was your neighbors and right. all kind of, right. you know what I'm saying? Which. I, I, I've driven through Calabasas before on, on right. some on some some other stuff in another lifetime, and I can tell you, yeah, dog, no, nah, that ain't that ain't true. You come out better sounding like Will Smith or Jack Harlow or somebody that's less, you know, street, and still be cool with it. You know what I'm saying? But that's people know that that's what sells, though. So they like, yo, I want to make this brand and I want to be successful. Big air quotes there with all that, and that's the path they try to go down. It's like, man, they've been nah. they've been hoodwinked. They've been hoodwinked. So, so ten, completely. So Tanny, answer me this since. I didn't even know you was a principal at, at uh, E-Course. Uh, so has it been some situations you had to step into? Oh, yeah. Where I'm, I'm a, because of your background and where you come from and, you know, who you are, stepped in opposed to calling the police and getting them involved? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Se- several times. Often. Can you, t- can you but, give but a can scenario? Can I tell you this, though? My school now, man, when you walk in it, quiet. Kids are orderly. Kids are not vaping. Kids are not fighting. That school was off the hook when I got there. What did I do? He came I in brought a in men. He came up with that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I got men in math, men in science. That's what's up. You know, I got black men walking around that building. And my vernacular in the beginning was just like it was in the hood. You gave him a positive influence, especially the males, to see Somebody that looks like them doing Absolutely. what they need to be doing and being successful. That's that's genius. Yeah. And, and I had a situation where, where I had a cat come up there that was out of control. And I looked him in his eye twice and said, brother, it's not going to end the way you think it's going to end. He was a student or he was up? No, 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 no. This was this, a parent of a, of a, of a knucklehead. 
apparently. Can I tell you the difference, though, man? <clears throat> I don't get respect out of kids because I'm six foot four, three hundred pounds. Right. 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 I'm five seven, two oh eight, and I'm almost sixty. <laughs> right. And I got big boys. They know I love them. They know I care about them. When I, so when I say, man, sit your ass down, they know it's out of love. Right. Because I establish relationships first. Right. I establish what we are and who we are. Right. And so expectations are here now. Right. And they respond to it because it's structure, mm-hmm. because it's love, mm-hmm. because it's guidance. I don't just walk in a room and just try to put it on the table. I, come on, man. Even when I go, even when I was at the high school, man, dang on near every kid in the building was bigger than me. Mm-hmm. But I could walk through that hall and go off, and they run. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's a relationship mm-hmm. first. So, so my school is in order because the expectations mm-hmm. are in order, are in place. That's what's up. You came in a boy like Joe Clark, huh? I, I had to. Man. <laughs> I had to. I got complaints. I got folks complaining, and now they walk in, they understand. That's they understand. So you've been there for five years. Yes, sir. This is my fifth year. I thought you, when you at a middle school before that? I was at a high school before that. I was at Delta Prep. Okay. So okay. you're at a middle school now? Yep, yeah, I'm at a middle okay. school now. And love it. Okay. Oh, middle man. school? Let me say this. Fifth grade. Yeah. Through, I mean, I love it, bro. I, yeah, I, I, and I hate when. That's the time to get right. them in shape. I was about to say, that middle school is right there where you yeah. need to change. That can change yeah. the. Absolutely. The trajectory of their life. The trajectory, yeah. yeah. They can yeah. definitely change the trajectory of their life. Yep. Definitely. The um. I, I just thought about this. <laughs> what, KJ? <laughs> I'm gonna ask him, and I was, I'm in all honesty, I'm gonna ask for a dog. I was just wondering what did you? Cause like saying we was, it was, it was wild back, you know, <laughs> where he was at, where we gonna, it was wild, and you know, some, you know, what I'm saying his background and history. Mm-hmm. You think that your influence on him changed where he, where he could have been, and where he at now? I, I think I played a part. I, I, I do. I think I played a part. Man, I, I think Blackburn played a part. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I, I think men at Persian, the whole the yeah, whole football. Right. Throw, so yeah. so it was almost like a four forty relay, right? Yeah. He went to one man, they passed him off to me. I passed him off to somebody else, they passed him off to somebody else. Mm. But what was how what was blessings for foot is when you think about Coach Thompson and Blackburn. Stayed, men of God. They stayed on him, though. Right, yep. And they stayed on Man, Foot was the perfect example of choices. <laughs> he could have easily been. Come on, y'all know Larry, man. He could have easily been at the state pen instead of a Penn State. Right? Easily. easily. You know, he was a wild boy. But you had people that kept loving on him and kept guiding him. Man, I gave, I, I remember pulling Larry off to the side. And doing almost that old school thing, man, where I showed him a mansion and a Super Bowl trophy and said, man, you got this. This is where you can be if you. Well, high school or college? Oh, this is Little League, man. Little League. Little okay. League. And I, and I put it in this helmet before the movie came out. <laughs> before that, he was walking around with that in his head. Right. Because I saw it, man. I knew he could be. A Division One ball player. Right. Look where he at. Yep. But then when he left me, 
You had Blackburn and Coach Thompson. Then you had Campbell, Soup at, at, at Michigan. Right. Always men in the right place. But he listened. But more importantly, did he not listen? He was spiritually connected. He was a word of faith boy. Yeah, you, know, he he, you, you know what I'm saying? And so the, all of that, and that's that GBB. Mm-hmm. That God that books in that ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think I played a part. But, you know, man, it, it, a lot of it has to do with his dad. And the other men that were around mm-hmm. him. It takes a village, man, especially oh, when no you question. see men in that. Because I, I know what you mean, because I'm the, I'm the same way with my son. My, so I, I know he is with his. Like, it's funny, because we, we recently met. We got, you know, co- common people and so forth, but we recently connected and met, like, last year or some shit, or some shit right? But then just through talking and getting to know each other, we got, like, a lot of similarities in our right. family dynamics, you know, one kid sport, one kid, you know, special need, blah, 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 mm-hmm. so forth, so forth, married, guns, lot of, you know, a lot of Guns stuff. brought us together. Right, 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 right. It's crazy. Firearms brings brothers together. Guns brought us together for real. Married and guns. Right, right. Guns brought us together. Firearms brought us together. That's crazy. It's crazy, right? It ain't breaking us apart. It's brought us together. But just knowing everything, and it's like, like you said, I, I had to take a step back and realize, and I did this a, a lot younger, because my son's 12, and my son plays golf. Mm-hmm. And I let my son play golf because I saw something in him at three. And he did something, and that was like, you know what? I ain't even never showed you that. So for you to know how to do that and to do it well, you know what? We're going to run with this. So it's never been, I want him to play football, basketball. i am always been a big advocate. Do what's, what's best for you and what's, what, you, what you're good at, and I don't want to force. So I... It'd be a lot of times when I tell him stuff about his swing and how to do it, he don't want to listen to me. But his coach don't say it. It'd be the exact same thing. He do it. He on it. Coach said this and Coach John Boo. So I don't mind having that other male influence. I'm not that dad or that man that's that's uncomfortable with another man being able to coach or teach or give a word Absolutely. or something to my son. Because I know it takes a village. You know Absolutely. what I mean? It's not just me. He says the exact same thing that you say, but when the coach says it, right. it's like, uh, right. And you know what the blessing with Larry was? That's his dad. Right. Larry was the same. Big Larry was the same way. Larry would say, Tandy, man, I don't know nothing about that. Man, you take him. You get him. And right. it's still like that. Right. Big Larry calls me now when we think something is, you know, a foot is tripping about the lost or, you know, he's, he's mentally in another place. Big Larry called. You talked to him yet? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We still have that relationship. Right. Because, right. you know, and I'm going to say it for the world to hear, foot, he's sensitive. Y'all do know that, right? <laughs> right? Listen, <laughs> so man. Sensitive. Like, like, dog, me and bro, listen, man. Me and this dude go back to seventh grade. Yeah. Like, that's how, you and me, that's how long me and him go back. So when people say stuff about foot or whatever, and I just sit back like, man, I know this, listen, I know him in and out. Yes, sir. So, it don't surprise me how he is now. What it is, I believe me. I right. I know that brother in and out. I just you know sit back, chill, whatever, whatever. But he helped me out a lot, dog. Because he's a genuinely a good dude. Because he he called me every he called me every day during COVID. Like me and my wife was like sick, like like out of there. She mm. had it. Like we had it. She had it when it first jumped off. But mm. Foot just called me and we started doing Bible study. Yep. Like just like that. Like every Thursday, we just—he was calling me every day. I had other homies calling me every day, and that helped me out a lot because I was in a bad place because I couldn't help my wife as a man. We want to help our wife, but I couldn't mm-hmm. help her. She was going through something that she had 
she had to deal with on her own. Only thing I could do was just take care of the kids, do everything else I could. But me and us men, we want to protect and mm-hmm. whatever. I wanted to get in there like, what you need to do? Let's get this. And, and it wasn't like that. Though was chef for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't here for like two weeks. Yeah. But I talked to Foot every day, every other day. He was in Bible study. He was sending me scriptures, just all that. So yeah, but I, I got to share a story, man, because, you, you know, me growing up, I was anti-Christ. I was anti-Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know, sometimes when we get educated, mm-hmm. quotes, um, you start learning about Osiris being restored to Buddha. You know, being restored to life before Buddha Christ mm-hmm. and all that. So I was fighting Marlin and foot left and right, you know, about Christ. Mm-hmm. And so although I was spiritually connected, I wasn't a Christian. I wasn't following a Christian, you know, belief systems. But let's, let's, let's go all the way back, man. So it's his bachelor party weekend. Okay, who? Right. Okay, never foot. mind. Never mind. Okay. Right now, foot, right? And so, and, <laughs> and so, but let, listen to this. So, you know, prior to this, like for the Pittsburgh still a rookie parties and the Denver, whatever, you know, um, the entertainment was through, you know, Tandy. Mm-hmm. Just sticking out, you know. I own clubs. I got all the little chicks coming and doing all the stuff for the ball players and so forth and so on. And so we're right. down in Florida. True story, man. And all of the ball players around, Ferry and all them cats are there. And he's like, man, there go Unk. Man, Unk is the only guy y'all know that can take a nurse and get her to come down here and dance. Everybody give him that. Yeah, he the only dude you know that can take a 19-year-old college student and lead her to Florida or wherever <laughs> to just take it off and do it all. And he said all these different things, and he looked me right in the eye and said, man, imagine if he led all them sisters to Christ. Mm. Bruh, it was like being stabbed mm. in the stomach. Mm. And it was the first time in my life mm. that I felt dirty and felt wrong for doing the stuff that I was doing mm. outside of my marriage. And it was because of that statement at that time that I flipped my life totally over to Christ. Mm. So a young boy, the young cat, changed But me. see, yeah, he, like, foot go hard, man. So you, he demands it. Like, he go, my mom, my mom and sister be listening to us on Bible study. We got about seven. So listen, little boy. He said, "Why foot so hard? <laughs> like, you know, why he he's he's a linebacker coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right, right, Imagine right, a linebacker right. coach trying to yeah, preach you. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. Oh, I know that's yeah. He going hard, and his and his homeboy Marlon homeboy. He go harder. Yeah. Mm. He yelling. Mm. He he going hard. You talking that. about some <laughs> pistol packing preachers yeah, in these streets? <laughs> Listen, yeah, that's crazy. They whoop man. you up and tell you. They whoop you up and tell you about the Lord. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> I know a couple of them too, man. That's that's you know. But um, like I said, in ten like the show, we the, it's about firearm safety education, right? We both we all um firearms. We me and him are firearms instructors, but we carry you carry. But I just wanted to bring another aspect to the game, especially for like black brothers, and then our in, in our community. Um, cause you know, we always get, oh, you Rambo, you know, you like to do this and all that. And like John Wick and everything. And John Wick, yeah. you Republican and or whatever, whatever you, you know, I'm like, no, we can, we, 
we carry a firearm because safety. We 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 like to protect ourselves. We you know we we support our Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's a lack of training and education, regardless if it's firearms mm-hmm. or anything in our communities, that we need to get educated. And I tell people all the time to add to what you just said, KJ. Like I shoot for sport. I love I love to shoot. You know what I'm saying? I grew up. Did I show you the picture of me, my granddaddy, back in the day? Mm-hmm. No, I was I was showing Cyril. I'm gonna pull it up and show you later. You know, it's things that I did, you know what I'm saying, as a kid that I grew up with in the 80s that you just, man, if somebody tried to do it today, man, right. it'd be 5-0 your, in your backyard all crazy. Like, yo, what y'all doing? But that's a different time, different place, whatever. But I grew up, you know, loving to, just loving to shoot. God right. forbid I got to actually take somebody's life. But, I mean, like I tell, used to tell people in my old NRA classes, to quote Tupac, I ain't no killer, but don't push me. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna ask Tanny this, and this just came up. Somebody, we were talking about this the other day. I'm gonna do some research on it. You came up in the well, the ROTC era, right? Right. Okay, so Cody, and you can probably contest this, so let me know. Well, I know this for a fact, as far as Cody, but other schools they had ROTC at Cody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cody has a gun range in the basement. Absolutely. Do they really? They shoot. They did. They used to uh, train with 22s in the basement. Absolutely. Do they really? Yep. And wow. in the seventies. So the guy, so I have a uh, one of my homeboys. He was a coach for the Broncos. His name Les Perkins. Is it still there? Yeah, yeah. And, and well, he well, said no, it, the the Cody's building is new. They okay, so I didn't know. Right, so they, that's right. They did. So so it's, so it's probably gone. Yeah, yeah. So his daddy was the ROTC instructor for Cody downstairs. He said he used to go down there. But what the wonderful and great thing about it, they was teaching them kids gun safety while mm-hmm. they were teaching them a skill set, mm-hmm. and they could go to school and get scholarships for that. And I was in amazement because I didn't, I knew about ROTC, but I didn't know, like, schools had gun ranges in them. Yes, they did. So, he and really? he kind of told me that the reason kind of why it stopped, but I guess. What did he say? What was the reason? He said, he's like, they started protesting, saying that they uh, they teaching kids how to, yeah. They're teaching it, black it, kids ignorant. how to arm it's, it. So. It's, it's ignorant. Before you answer that, just to add to that, was that the only school that had it? Or was, no. or was, it, had it? Or was yeah. it like all the ones that had Central ROTC had? All of the old schools back then had ROTC. Cody wasn't the only I one. I don't know really. if all of them. I just know. No, no, I'm saying that did they all have gun ranges, ranges yeah. though? Too? A lot of the schools had. I just know Cody had a gun range. Shelters. So downstairs in, okay. a, in the basement. Yeah. yeah. They had sand pieces of sand pen. They shot 22s, but that was, mm. you know, target practice. And I was like, well, what happened? He's like, well, what you think happened? They started probably saying, you know, they was teaching young kids how to shoot safely, and then they was arming themselves. Right. So, mm. I mean, yeah. just, just take a guess. That, I don't see, know. That's, the, that's that liberalness that um, makes you fight. You know, and, and I said now, I, I think I've voted, um, 90% of my votes have been de- Democratic, but these last few years have made me start thinking <laughs> A little different, bro. <laughs> I might, I might get kicked out the neighborhood. Cause, Can't take cause, it no man, more. We tripping, you know. We tripping. <laughs> but like that, I said, that's another pro- podcast, right? Hey, right. yeah, right. Like I said, right. I, I don't, I don't try to. I'm not political, man. I just try to be like what's right and wrong, and what's educational to the group, to the community, um, especially with the young kids today. Just trying to give them game, um, gun safety, because you know we've been having a lot of rash of kids. Getting a hold of firearms, shooting they siblings and all this and that, and just coming up with solutions that can help curb the violence in the neighborhoods. And like you said, more black men stepping up, 
getting out there, hitting them streets is is yes, one man. way, and not coming off like gangster with them, but coming off in the sense of just being loved. Like I just, all I can tell him, I said, a lot of these kids need hugs, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, man they need absolutely. they need that trans they need mm-hmm. a transfer of energy from negative to positive. Let let me take some of that energy off you. Let yes. me let me give you some of mine. So, um, Tanny, I need you to is your is your book on Amazon? Or do you not know? anymore? Uh, it, it's it's kind of in the garage now. <laughs> you still got books? Yeah, I, I got about thirteen left. I, okay. You know, I, I bought a bottle, um, made a bunch of them, sold them all. Okay. You know, I like to get one, but I was like, I was. Yeah, I, 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 I give it to you, but I, I I'm in the process of writing another one. Okay, so, yep, so. um, like I said, thanks, Tanny, for coming on the show, man. It's a, my pleasure. Um, this is the Pop Culture Two to Three Podcast. Hey, hey, before you close it out, man, because we, we got we can run a couple over, ain't no. Oh, you want to add? What you about to add? Something about the, the no, no, no. You want to? Uh, you want to? You want to rapid fire like you normally do? I ain't even. You, if you got something, I ain't got nothing. I ain't even thinking about it. Okay. But ask him a situation that happened in the club that he had to that he used his power to get him up. <laughs> well, he was the club owner, so I guess I mean, you know, ain't no power that's limited. But hey, so. All right, so what we what we what Casey normally do um, at the end of it before we wrap everything, sometimes he'll have a uh, two questions or two a couple questions. What we do normally like five questions. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a yes or no, it's, or it's a A or a B. All right. So I throw a couple things out, out at you, and you say okay. which one you like better. You know, so right. just as an example, it's you know iPhone, Android. You know, that's the right. example, right? So it's you know, all right. So just rapid fire, quick. Gun Smith and Wesson or Glock? Smith and Wesson. Uh, Beyonce, Rihanna, Beyonce, <laughs> Tampa or Pittsburgh? <laughs> Tampa, <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, okay. So, so we'll keep it. We'll keep it sports there. Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Okay. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think nobody that that era gonna go against Jordan. That's, I'm trying to find somebody. That's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have said Jordan or Kobe. Nah, because that that's not the that's like asking KJ or KD Junior or oh, Bear well. Bear Jr. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: um, LeBron there. Yeah, yeah. I think you he need retire. Yeah. yeah, I think you need to go ahead and retire. And the last one, man, what's a good one for you? Okay. <laughs> So, so just to give basis, this is dealing with like we said from the club scene. All right, <laughs> rather deal with. <laughs> Rather, that's what you should have said. Right, right. Rather deal with basketball players or football players? Man, football players. Man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All day, man. My, my football guys come in. They cool. Okay. Cool. I got you. But I'm going to tell you this. You know, not say the name, man. That, that was fine, but yeah, Greg, go ahead. Man, one. Coleman, man, was one of the best customers we had. I, I love DC. <laughs> yeah, because he bought everybody in the hood, had Air Force Ones or Jimmy's, and then he hey, went to the club. DC can take know, care of everybody. I overtime, man, but you know, Derek Coleman made um your boy uh Puff Daddy tuck his tail and leave out my club. <laughs> Wait a minute. You should have started off the show with that, bro. Time out. Time out. You gotta tell that story, bro. Hey, hey look, bro. Okay, just tell some oh, Puffy tell... came to the club and was like time out. drinks on me. Time out, time out. You know I, this is on going on we is all across the world. I could care less. Okay. It's the truth. All right. Start over. So, okay, time out. Puffy. Ain't nobody about to come check us about it. I can tell you that for sure. Puffy had an event at the club (laughs) that was going to be free drinks for everybody. He bought out the bar, right? 
What can, club is this? Club Network. I can almost guess what, what, what time or what year this was because I kind of yeah. remember that. Derek Coleman and his boys came in and was ordering some liquor from Top Chef. And the bartenders told him the only well, liquor you can have is the well liquor. Derek said, what? He's like, man, brothers from the D don't drink that, you know? And came up to the mic, stared at me, Tandy, give me the mic. I was like, Derek, no, man. <laughs> he was like, Tandy, man, I need the mic. And you know, he ain't got a stand-up. He right. my he, high he, level. All right. right, right. In the at DJ, the DJ booth. booth, right. Tandy, give me the mic. Hey, Derek. Man, all liquor on me. Whatever you want to drink other than champagne. Forget this cheap broke. Uh, <laughs> Forget this cheap broke motherfucker. Come on, Pete. Yeah. Because he buying champagne. Me. Why? Because he buying champagne? No, because he wouldn't let you couldn't get a Hennessy. You couldn't get a Syrah. You couldn't get nothing that was yeah. shelf liquor. Yeah. Everything was the stuff that you have in the world. Right. right. And uh, so Derek bought out the bar and Puffy left. He bought the whole bar. He bought out the whole bar. He was like, you want to buy the top shelf? Cool. I'm going to buy I'm buying everything. You can't order Cristal. You can't order Moet. But if you want a VSOP, if you want Syrah, you can have it. It's on me now. <laughs> and we was like, let's do it. <laughs> And you know what's funny? My Shout out to DC, man. <laughs> man, my sister and them is real cool with they, they people. Like, Derek and them. I was over there when they, like, the, over there in the, on the 12th Street or whatever they live at. They had the hook, They had two houses to connect together. Connect to each other. Yeah, and man. I used to always want to go over there and hoop, but they would never let me do it because I was young, mm -hmm. a young boy. But, like, my sister and his sister, Red and them, they tight like sisters, man. man. Derek is nothing. He a good dude. Mm -hmm. He yeah. just a hey. good guy. Yeah, so, he's the dude, yeah. <laughs> Dang, yeah. Tandy. Yeah, yeah man. Hey, you better tell some more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you might get 100 views, a million views with that one. <laughs> but, uh, man, like I said, thanks. Oh, let me ask you. Rather, men, men or women in the club, what you rather deal with when it comes to an issue? <laughs> wow, that, that, now that's a good one, man. Um, women. Really? Because well, well, let me tell you something, man. When bras go off, they go off. But it's been, I right now it's kind of like on a flip side. I heard right now women in the club yeah, be clowning. But can I tell you something, man? When women going off in the club, man, you got the right security guys. They can put them in that little lock and they gone. That's true. That's, you know yeah, they, that's they, true. They, they, they can get them out of there. That's when true. guys go off that's, nah, yeah, and it's yeah. going off, yeah. you got a problem. Yeah, that's true. That's you got true. a problem. And all them years that we've been down there, man, we only had one crazy night. And it was crazy. It and it took forever yeah. to to cool it out, man. It was some 12th Street boys and some BMF guys or whatever. And man, them dudes was going. Hey, got at it. Story to tell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm talking, man. It was it was a so, long so the big time. so BMF was they came through there, yeah. And, and normally, man, normally great dudes. And when I say great dudes, now let me clarify: they never had issues when they came in. Mm -hmm. Man, the club network, man, none of these dudes came in and messed up. Mm -hmm. And I think it was again, it was one of those situations where they deemed that place to be. Nice right, 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 right. You know, so they didn't act a fool. Man, I can I, see, man. We we definitely got to have him back for another show if you want to go that route. Oh, I man. was just he hit me with the P Diddy and Derek Coleman. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, God. But, but no, I, and I know he know a lot. Yeah, yeah, but and, and, and that's what I'm saying because dog, we like I said, I know we do got a rap, but because dog, we'll be here another another hour talking them stories because man, like you said, like I remember 
like I said, that's why I said jokingly, but saying my mom, because while my mom's older, but I just remember, I just remember being as a kid, you know, knowing that that club, even when it was whoever owned it before you did, has always been. Yeah, when it was Elon. Yeah, that has always been a premier club where it's like, you don't just go to, to the network, you know, so you don't just go to that spot. And, and then you, you know, know what was crazy? Like, like the the average Joe ain't about to just run right. up in there and be like, hey, man, we... No, nah, no, nah, you can, but it ain't, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know, when BMF would be in there, I didn't I didn't know nothing about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they was in there, they, we knew the bar revenue was super high. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When they were in there, but, but they never came in tripping. They just never did, man. And with Derek Coleman, he always had any of his guys in check, right? And so... All of those years down there, man, and God just blessed us. We never had a shooting. We never had nothing crazy inside of the building. You know what I'm saying? All of those years. And when you look at who was in there. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Man, look. Well, let me say this. We for real go. We we was supposed to be in there, not in there. I ain't going to stay, but you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I I can tell you early 2000s. This is probably like 2003-ish or something That's like that. We around, around the time of the uh, remember blackout, right? Yep. So it was right around there, and I was living downtown in Washington. Trolley was still going, and, yep. you know, whatever, right? Showing our age and stuff. And, like, I just remember my wife, then girlfriend, her uh, one of her cousins stayed upstairs, and she was chilling, and Mike was like, yo, you want to go hang? I'm like, shoot, Mike, yeah, it's, you know, whatever, you know. And that's where we went. And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> you going to the network? <laughs> get my gates up. Man, we made. You, you, you finna get me in the network? Oh, that's what we Oh, okay. Because yeah, we, we walked. Like I said, when I, like I said, you know where I, I sat around on Washington right, Boulevard right there. Yep. We literally thought we walked. And it was like five minutes we was there. And I'm like, man, no, that's where we going? Oh, it was. Like and I began to really care who I'd you got were. You fresher. had to dress. <laughs> yeah, I would have got fresher dress. than what I was. Like, what the? And now the clubs are just letting everybody in. Oh, my goodness, man. 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 I, I, don't, I don't even know what it's called now. You say you still. I've been there since. You own a building downtown? Or another? Yeah, I, I, I own the building where Savannah Blue, the restaurant is. That, that's you still own it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Savannah Blue, the restaurant. I got to go yep. check it And out. Willow is the bar that's downtown. That's under under Savannah, it. yep. So it's yeah. a, it's a speakeasy on the first floor, and a very nice uh, restaurant upstairs. And the gentleman that own it is uh, Ron Scott, Roger Yap, and and John Simpson, and they do a great job. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Like I said, he got still got connection down. Here. Right, man, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this, man. Like I said, we'll be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to tell people I was at the network. They were like, "You was where?" All right, right. Man, I got capital connections. <laughs> I, I told you. I got capital connections. We, we gonna wrap this, but I told you as soon as that happened. I, was, I guess we was at last night, man. I was at the network. What you was where? Uh, network. That's funny. Well, like I said, man. Like I said, Tanny, thanks for coming out, man. Uh, showing the support. I know you was a busy man. I was like, this man Tanny don't call. Man, he ain't texting. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus. But um, at the time, I was gonna be here, brother. <laughs> So like I said, I thanks for coming out, man. Um, it, man. Um, and especially showing Gavin game, and you know, like I said, we gonna post it everywhere so people can hear what you're saying. Cause like I said, I always thought uh, admired your game, especially the stuff you did with the kids and just commanding respect from you know the the young young black brothers that you coached and continue to coach and mentor through the game. I just think that's that's needed more and more. Um, 
Yes, sir. Especially out here. And I'm, I'm mad. I'm upset with myself. And I'm, I, I just tore the whole name up. God, I called it books, Bible, and whatever. Right, right, right. But it was yeah. God, books, and ball. Yes, and, sir. And, and you gave us a definition what that is um, and talked about it. So I'm going to be posting it. Just, you know, people can hear it, man. So appreciate it. That's it from us. Game, recognize game. We recognize you, so please recognize us. And we out. Here we go.